Hello and welcome to episode 81 of Knits and Stuff. My name is Alicia and today we'll be talking about finished objects, works in progress, pretty things, local delights, and wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Um, but first, welcome to those of you that are new and for those of you that are returning, thanks for coming back. Um, if you haven't already, there's a group on Ravelry that you can join. It's called Knits and Stuff Podcast and I'll put a link in the show notes which are at knitsandstuffpodcast.com. Um, Happy New Year, and thanks for all um, the comments on previous videos. Uh, I got a few on the um, finished a sweater video, so uh, yeah, on YouTube, (laughs) and um, yeah, so thank you guys for um, letting me know that (laughs) there are people that watch, so that's always fun to see. Um, But anyway, uh, so let's jump right into finished objects. So first finished object that I have is a pair of socks um, that I was working on last time and these are the Kick in the Pants Socks by Lollipop Yarn. Um, the yarn is also Lollipop Yarn in traditional in the colorway Smile. And I knit these on US 1's 2.25mm needles. Um, I started with the Chaogu 9 inch circulars. Um, and eventually switched over to my signature circular needles, um, just because the 9-inch ones were a little bit harder on my hands to (laughs) to knit, um, comfortably, because they have such small tips. So, um, I wasn't working on these as much (laughs) as I would have liked, and, um, switching over to standard, um, circular needles with, like, a 5-inch, I think I have a 5-inch, um, tips, uh, were more comfortable, so I was able to work on these a lot. Um, yeah, and then I think, um, I did a twisted rib on the top, um, and then fish lips kiss heel? No, afterthought heel, that's right, (laughs) and I did an afterthought heel, um, for these, and, um, I did not try and match up the um, the color stripes, so they are a little bit offset, um, so you can see the, (laughs) you get a little bit of, um, green at the end here, and then the colors at the top are a little bit off. Um, I kind of wish that I had, um, that I had matched up the colors, or, um, had them more offset, so they weren't, like, just a little bit (laughs) different, so, um, but that's okay, I mean, they're still perfectly good socks, and I do like the pattern, um, with those little scallops, uh, those are nice and fun, so, yeah, it's a good pattern for, um, self-striping yarn if you're looking for something, um, a little bit more, exciting than just, um, just the plain stripes, but, um, still pretty straightforward and doesn't, um, doesn't really slow you down or anything since it's just some slip stitches. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, my pair of Cake in the Pants socks. And then my next finished object is something, um, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted these on or around Christmas, um, and these are my Christmas socks, um, they're out of Stranded Dye Works, um, Merino Nylon in the colorway Zooming Home for Christmas with some contrasting heels, toes, and cuffs in Christmas green, and, um, these are toe-up socks, um, with a fish lips kiss heel, and, um, both Jenny's, 
surprisingly stretchy bind off and Judy's magic cast on for the toes. Um, yeah, and then that's all in my Ravelry notes too. But um, I wore these on Christmas Day <laughs> and um, yeah, they are quite soft and cozy and they have now been washed and blocked. <laughs> so I finished these um, Christmas morning, <laughs> so just in time to wear for Christmas. So my next finished object is a Christmas gift for uh, my mom and my parents had asked for um, knitted hats <laughs> for Christmas so they could go um, on walks while it's still cold out <laughs> um, to keep them warm. So I um, knit this hat for my mom. It's the Columbia Gorge hat by uh, Kalura Hudson. And I knitted out of Cascade Yarns 220 um, Heathers in the colorway 9450. I don't know if this had a name. I think it was just a number. Um, but it is um, kind of like a heathered green with it's showing up a little bit warmer um, in this lighting but um, yeah it's a little bit um, kind of like a grayish green <laughs> and um, yeah it's a, so this hat um, is a cabled hat and um, it's the pattern is just one size and I actually um, the one I'm showing you is not the one that is going to my mom, um, because this one, uh, is knit to the pattern and it is too small. Um, I did not meet gauge, um, and I think I was actually, like, pretty far off. <laughs> so I think the size of the needles that, um, that I used with this yarn, like, give a pretty good fabric, um, but I didn't check gauge <laughs> until it was too late. So I actually um, decided to re-knit this um, and add an extra cable repeat. So um, I think it's an extra 16 stitches. Um, and so hopefully that will fit a little bit better. Um, the top part wasn't too bad, but right around here where there's a lot of larger cable crosses, um, that can get pretty tight. So you can kind of see that that's where it's restricting the most. Um, so even with uh, aggressive blocking, <laughs> it doesn't um, it doesn't expand enough to um, to fit. So um, yeah, so I think adding an extra repeat was fine though. And um, I also think I had to do like an extra row of decreases because of the extra stitches on the top. But otherwise, I pretty much followed the pattern. And, oh yeah, and these were on US 4s, US 5s, and US 8s, um, and the ribbing is mainly in the 5s, and then the 8 is the body. So the other hat that I knit for my dad um, is the 2x2 two by, two by Anne Gagnon, and it's um, also out of the same yarn, so they get matching hats, <laughs> um, and it's the Cascade 220 Heathers um, in the same color. And that was knit on US 6s, um, and that is a free pattern. It's just a simple 2x2 um, two two rib, and um, it actually, I really liked it. <laughs> it fits really well um, because you can 
I'll put pictures up here hopefully, <laughs> but um, because you can just fold over the brim, you can kind of adjust it to however long you want and it can cover your ears and is really nice and warm. So um, it's already with my dad and he says he likes it. So that's good. <laughs> um, and so that's all I have for finished objects. Um, that brings us to works in progress. So I haven't actually done too much knitting since all of the Christmas knitting. Um, but I do have a couple of um, projects that I've done a little bit on. So the first one that I have is the Hemlock Ring Blanket. And by um, Adapted by Jared Flood. Um, and this is out of Cascade Yarns Eco Wool in the coloring Mocha. Um, and I'm knitting it on US 10 6.0 millimeter needles. They're my likey interchangeable needles. Um, and yeah, it's just a big blob right now. <laughs> um, so it's, since it's a lace um, blanket, essentially, um, it's going to look a little lumpy until, um, until it's blocked. But um, yeah, hoping to work a little bit more on this now that I'm done with the Christmas knitting. It's pretty much my only big project right now. Um, although I do want to start a sweater um, at some time soon hopefully yeah, I'm hoping to do um, to make it to Tecumseh I think that's gonna be my next one um, my next sweater project so we'll see but more on that in pretty things kind of <laughs> so um, that's the hemlock ring blanket and my other work in project is another pair of socks because <laughs> um, you can't have too many socks on or off the needles <laughs> and these are the waiting for Henry socks um, by Tabitha Gandhi uh, it's in the Hay Sister Yarn Company, um, Geronimo Sock in the Noir, um, colorway kit, um, I think it's kit number five, and, uh, the pattern is a colorwork pattern once you get to the heel, and then there's also contrasting, um, did I say heel? <laughs> once you get to the leg, um, and the cuff, uh, and then, um, contrasting, heels and toes. Um, but right now it's just um, a little bit of a rib pattern, which you can kind of see um, on the top. So yeah, these are slowly coming along. And they are um, on US ones, 2.25 millimeters, the Addy Flexi Flips. Um, and oh, and I'm also knitting it toe up instead of top down. Um, which the pattern's easily adaptable to change that since it's mainly just the chart um, that you're following. Um, and it's living in my Silver Shed um, sheep project bag. So that's all my works in progress. Um, and that brings us to pretty things. So I have a few things to show. I thought I only had one at first. And then when I was writing up the show notes, I was like, oh, I actually have a lot <laughs> since last time. Um, so first on the list that we'll talk about um, is some hedgehog fibers. I purchased the hedgehog fibers advent calendar. Um, if you haven't opened it by now. <laughs> this would be spoilers if you also happen to have one. Um, but there's basically a 24 skein, mini skein set from Hedgehog Fibers and um, set up in an advent calendar. So I opened one um, every day in December um, from the 1st through the 24th. And um, 
I also try to, for the most part, put it in my stories and Instagram. Um, but I did skip some days and then had to do a little catch up. <laughs> but yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, that's, um, you might've seen these already, but otherwise <laughs> these are all of the mini skeins. Um, I love them. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to make with them yet. I was debating on either doing something with all of them, something really bright and colorful, or kind of picking and choosing, um, different colors to add to smaller projects or, um, or take a couple of mini skeins and then a larger full skein, um, and do kind of some sort of fun shawl or cowl or I don't know, <laughs> something, but they're, um, so pretty and some of the ones that I really liked, um, some favorites, this one was really pretty with some dark blues and, um, a little bit of purple and yellow. Um, I also really liked this. It's like this, um, paler base and then it's got some really bright, um, neon like pinks and blues and then a uh, black. And then also this one, which is similar, <laughs> and then this one, which also has that, like, paler base, but then some contrasting colors. Um, yeah, so those are all really pretty. And then they also um, came with some stitch markers <laughs> um, in the, uh, the last box, the 24. It's a little bit bigger. Um, so yeah, that is the advent calendar. Really excited about this. So I'm hoping next year to try maybe like a different advent calendar from another dyer. Um, hopefully not too many because they will add up <laughs> very quickly. Um, but yeah, it was fun to see some of the other people I follow on Instagram. They were opening their advent calendars too and seeing all the different, um, mini skeins that everyone had. They're so much fun. <laughs> so I also picked up this mini skein set um, from Hedgehog Fibers. It's the Mini Fade Set 3. Um, and it's this really nice fade that goes um, from kind of deep blues and burgundies to um, like a minty green and um, over to like a neutral white. So this is really pretty. I was thinking I could either make another um, breeze racer back with this or um, maybe a shawl because I would like to wear this out. It's really pretty. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and another stash enhancement is uh, I got some Merino DK from um, Stranded Dye Works in the colorway patisserie. Um, and I got a number of these skeins, um, cause I'm hoping to make a sweater out of it. Um, and I'm thinking about making the Tecumseh with this as the main color and then, um, going to have to pull from my stash for the other contrasting colors. Um, cause I think I have a couple of things in DK that could work with this. So, um hopefully starting a new sweater project soon but I will have to swatch for that and see how it goes um there is another I had some Madeline Tosh yarn from a sweater club um a while back and I was going to use that too for the Tecumseh but when I was swatching that with um some of the contrasting colors they were just kind of getting muddled together because of the um the colorway of the main color um so Instead, I'm gonna <laughs> I had to get a new thing of sweater yarn, um, 
and hopefully this will work better with some of the options that I have. Um, but yeah, that's some more stash. And then I picked up some um, Lion Brand Woolies Thick and Quick because I've been eyeing these colors <laughs> for a while. Yeah, because I wanted to make another headband. Um, it was a not quite a blizzard headband in the wheat colorway. Um, a brioche one. And it was really warm. So, um, so I picked up this um, this colorway in Hudson Bay um, and hoping to make a headband of that. And then I also grabbed um, this colorway, which is Spice Market, and I'm hoping to make, I have two skeins of this, and I'm hoping to make um, like a pillow for the couch, <laughs> I guess, um, or for maybe background. Um, so yeah, got two skeins <laughs> of woolies. And last on the pretty things is a Christmas gift um, from my friends Kathy and Kevin. <laughs> um, and these are some embroidery kits. So this one, first one is a cross stitch kit. Um, it's a TARDIS <laughs> and um, a little Christmas themed, themed cross stitch. And it's actually pretty tiny. So it's going to be really cute. Probably he's hanging on the tree now that I'm thinking about it <laughs> but um yeah so that's one <laughs> and the other one is this really nice uh plant embroidery um like hanging planter succulent embroidery kit this one's a little bit bigger as you can see um so that'll be nice to do and I haven't done too many um I guess non-cross stitch um kits or embroidering stitching um, so this will be one of the, I don't know, like second, second regular embroidery, um, that I've done, or once I start it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, um, another pretty thing and looking forward to, to doing this and hanging it up somewhere in the house. So that's it for pretty things. Um, next is local delights. So yesterday we went on a hike and this local delights is actually not about the hike, <laughs> but afterwards, um, we were planning to make some okonomiyaki. Um, and if you're not familiar with okonomiyaki, it's a Japanese style, like, cabbage pancake um with um any kind of protein that you like so since we wanted to make the okonomiyaki we wanted to get um the like okonomiyaki flour mix um rather than making it from scratch and um some okonomiyaki sauce so there is a japanese market um close to us in el cerrito it's called Yaoya-san, and um, they recently, well, not so recently anymore, expanded. Um, I feel like I might have mentioned the market before. Um, I forget if I featured it in Local Delights or not, <laughs> but um, here we are. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we got a bunch of the ingredients from the market and made okonomiyaki, and it was very tasty. It was so good. So it's this really great market. Um, it's got everything you need that um, if you wanted to make any sort of Japanese foods, um, it's a good place to go to get all that. And it also has produce and kind of like this small market. So we sourced all our ingredients um, from there and the pancakes turned out really well. So definitely recommend if you're looking for any um, Japanese specialty ingredients, foods, um, you can go to Yaoya-san and um, pick something up 
and it's also fun to just kind of like walk through and see what kind of um, treats you can find. Um, like they have really good rice crackers um, and some like Hokkaido caramels that were really tasty. Um, yeah, so if you're um, looking for a good um, small market and a nice small business to support, um, they're really great to go to. Um, so they're in El Cerrito. So that is Local Delights. And um, that brings us to Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey. And there was a new episode of Doctor Who. Um, I don't remember. Oh, I think I talked about Doctor Who a few episodes ago. <laughs> but um, I haven't really been talking about it too much. Um, so if you haven't watched um, before, if you haven't watched too many episodes of this podcast. I am a Doctor Who fan. And um, yeah, it seems a little bit more sporadic these days with the spacing of the seasons and then um, I'm sure the pandemic impacting the filming and there's not as many um, episodes each season um, and they're spread further apart. <laughs> so, um, but there was a New Year's special this year and um, it was called Revolution of the Daleks. So I did watch it a few days after it premiered. Um, I was going to watch it on New Year's Day, but I think I either forgot about it or we didn't have a way to watch it immediately. <laughs> um, but we actually have YouTube TV now, which comes with BBC America, um, or in, it's included um, in the one that we have. And so I was able to record um, the rerun of the um the repeat broadcast of the new year special and watch it on there and then I could fast forward through the commercials so that was really nice um, but yeah uh so it was a good I think um there are parts that I liked um I kind of miss I guess the like Christmas theme to the specials because they used to be on Christmas day um and now they've shifted over to new year's um and it does seem like it um, was kind of like a standalone episode, which the specials usually are, except um, there were some things that had tied into the previous season that I kind of forgot about. <laughs> and I was like, wait, how did they get here? And they, like, they didn't explain why um, the doctor was in jail initially or in prison. Um, yeah, they didn't explain why the doctor was in prison um, initially, and I forgot that she had run into the Jadoon in the previous season, um, and they were arresting her, so, yeah, <laughs> but, um, but Captain Jack showed up again, and I, um, that's always fun to see him, <laughs> and, um, it would have been nice to see a little bit more, actually, I mean, if they had, um, more time with Captain Jack and the doctor and maybe more in the prison that they were in, um, uh, that would have been kind of fun to see. Um, and I think also because the companions this, um, time around, I don't feel as attached to them as previous years. And I don't know if that's because I'm like thinking about it more while I'm watching it versus like reminiscing on older companions. Um, then, like, in the moment, they don't feel as special, maybe, um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm a little less interested in their storyline or when they're involved as opposed to, like, the Doctor or, um, like, a repeat character like Captain Jack, um, coming back, so, 
yeah, which is also why um, I was not as sad when Ryan um, and Graham uh, decided not to continue traveling with the doctor. Um, and then Yaz, um, Yaz did, but they were, but, um, but she was also like still kind of conflicted about it, it seemed. Um, but they were all kind of upset with the doctor because she was 10 months late. And I kind of feel like that was, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if there was some sort of expectations that, that, um, I mean, I guess as a companion, you would, kind of expect to see the doctor pretty often if you're like the official companion I guess um but it seemed like they were really mad at her for being 10 months late even though it was kind of hard for her to control that because we know that the TARDIS doesn't um reliably uh travel to when you when and where you want to go but um anyway otherwise it was um an enjoyable uh show and the whole like Daleks and using the Daleks was um as like protection um was a little bit like very on the nose for current events I guess (laughs) um so yeah it was kind of interesting to see them weave that into um weave the Daleks story into current events um but then also adding like the cloning to it and then of course like something's gonna go wrong if you try and use the Daleks for good um so yeah that was kind of an interesting um storyline but um oh and then also seeing the like non-mutated Daleks like the regular Daleks um going after these mutated clone Daleks was kind of like um I mean, yeah, it was kind of, I don't know, I won't want to say fun, <laughs> but it, like, it was, like, cool to see that, like, of course they would want to get rid of their, like, impurities, um, in, in these clone Daleks, because they're not, like, true Daleks, so, anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, it was, uh, like, overall I liked it, but I think I do miss, like, the older, um, older Christmas specials and, and the ones that are a little bit, um, I don't know, more jolly, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. Um, anyway, so that is, uh, my take on the revolution of the Daleks New Year's special. Um, hopefully we'll get to see, uh, the new season. I think it comes out later this year, um, but I think it's shorter and there's rumors that it might be Jodie Whittaker's last season. It'll be sad to see her go. I feel like she hasn't been around enough as the Doctor. It'll be interesting to see how the end of last season kind of ties into this next season because of this whole reveal that they did with the Doctor's background and being like this created being and then yeah and then with this season they're going to have um a new companion so we'll see how how he does I guess with Yaz and and when they bring him in um yeah too bad Captain Jack's not like more (laughs) gonna be like more permanent in the show I would love to see that um but anyway so (laughs) that's all I have for Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey um and I think that's all 
yeah, that's all there is for um, today's episode. Uh, so social media stuff, I'm Elion and it's on Ravelry on Perfect529, um, on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, everywhere else, I guess. <laughs> uh, you can find show notes at knitsandstuffpodcast.com or if you're watching on YouTube, you can see show notes down below in the description. Um, and I hope everyone has a happy new year, happy 2021. Um, stay safe. And I will see you probably in about a month or so. Um, I'm thinking of keeping that monthly schedule, um, given minus the holidays and the delay. But, um, but yeah, hopefully I'll see you in a month and thank you for watching. Bye.